Well, we have to let them know that because if they're watching service and they don't know it's coming, they have to pause service, get up, go to their kitchen, get stuff, come back, or have someone run and get something, run back. Like you, you, we have to prepare online because they have to go get the stuff because no one's gonna come and kind of hand it out. Like there's, it's, it's different online. And so like little. Welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. I'm Neil Smith, joined by my brand new friend, Justin Herman. Justin, welcome to the podcast. How's it going, man? Happy to be here. Thankful. Thankful. Good. Well, we just met face-to-face about 30 seconds ago. Uh, we we are connected on the internet, uh, but but and we've not literally met face-to-face, but screen-to-screen, I suppose. Uh, but Justin, for me and for everyone listening uh, that might not know who you are and uh, a little bit about your background, can can you let us know who you are? Yeah, I'm Justin Herman. I uh, born in Buffalo, New York. Well, born in New York City, raised in Buffalo. Huge Bills fan. College in Missouri. College Central Christian College of the Bible, and uh, great school. Taught me everything I know. Then moved out to California, where I was a, pa- a youth pastor at a small church in Huntington Beach, and then uh, went to a big church called Mariners Church yep. in Irvine, California, and then went to uh, another church. Sandals Church. I was there for about nine months and then took a few years off ministry to figure a lot out about me yep. and did sales for a construction company, which was, you know, a riot and did some consulting and some podcast work and just, you know, kind of whatever. But then by God's God's grace was able to get back into doing full-time ministry. And, um, and now I do that back at Mariner's Church as the yes. online pastor. Yeah. I, uh, the church is in California. I live here in Arizona. So it's a really, it's a really great deal. Yeah. So many questions. So many questions. Uh, so you, so I'm here on the East Coast. I actually grew up in Texas and then moved to New York uh, and moved East. You started East and have moved West. Now you're on your yep. way back East though. So I'm assuming you're going to keep going East uh, and, and, and make your way back to the homeland. You know, it's so funny you say that because my, uh, so me and my wife were talking, she, the first year when we were out here, we homeschooled and it was, we got done homeschooling and, uh, got kids into a Christian school yep. and then the opportunity came at Mariners and, and it was a great situation, but I tried to sell her on the idea of just pulling the kids out of school, yes, selling everything, you know, renting our house, buying an RV, traveling the country because you know, the job, it's a remote job. You could do it from anywhere in the country yep. and, uh, that lasted all, but 15 seconds um, before she told me that traveling with two toddlers, I have four kids, yep. two of which are, are j- just turned two. So they were under two at the time. And uh, she said, there's just no way. I think she used some expletives maybe, but she said, it's going to happen uh, before retirement. Yes. So come retirement, I will be traveling and we will go to the East coast. It'll be great. I miss it there. I love that. I love that. We, my wife and I have talked about that as well. Uh, and I, I don't, we've got two kids and I can't imagine it, but I, am envious of those that I see doing it. Um, so Me let's too. talk about what you do. And I, and I want to hear about your background in history uh, because two things I think are fascinating. One, your role as online discipleship pastor uh, yep. and two, being remote. Uh, that That's yep. not, you know, it's, you mentioned you could do this from anywhere. Uh, churches, while the business world s- seems to you know, have moved in that direction. That's not common in the church space. So how did, how did that come about? You're like, tell us a bit bit about your role and how do you become a remote online pastor in Arizona for a church in California? Good question. All right. Well, so first of all, there's, I got to start with God is just very good. 
Yes. And God's very, very good. And I'm, and I'm very, very grateful. Very, very grateful. Um, because it's a situation that not everyone has. And and I I'm, I wake up, I'm grateful for it every day. Um, and it's because a lot of really great leadership and great vision and Mariners, Eric, mm -hmm. our senior pastor, Beth, our executive pastor, um, Jared, who I report to is the Irvine lead pastor, the, a, just a group of people who who have broad vision and you know, our mission at Mariners is to inspire people to follow Jesus and fearlessly change the world. Mm. Well, if you're going to have a bold mission, then you better have bold ideas to go with it, or you, you're you kind of neutering yourself from the very beginning. So this is really how, how it started. I was at Mariners as the junior high pastor for a, about seven years, and it was a blast. Did killer junior high ministry, loved every moment of it. I probably still know more about junior high ministry than I know about any other subject. I just, I, I love students. I love teaching them. I just love all aspects of, of youth ministry. And, um, and, and I had great relationships with, with some, not all, but some of the staff at Mariners and that I left Mariners, you know, and did all those other stuff. Yep. Then circle, then circle back. Um, we had at this point COVID had happened. I was consulting at some churches and helping with, you know, just some digital stuff in in the middle of COVID. So like right, right when COVID was starting, I remember getting the text message for this church I was consulting at. Me and a buddy did this whole rebrand for for a great church in um uh uh shoot uh in Rialto, California called okay. Sunrise Church. Yep. So we did a whole rebrand and we're kind of stepped in there as a communication, you know, kind of interim communications people and there's a lot of dynamics there, but it was a blast. I remember getting the the text message like, hey, we're thinking about canceling church. Like what what do you think? And, and then it, yeah. it led to the whole thing. So at that point, there was no online ministry at Mariner's Church. There was a camera in the back of the room that was kind of just, you know, the the, the eyeball in, yep. and that, that was online. COVID changed everything. Yep. And with that came fresh vision. Mm. Um, they started everything from scratch, like most churches in America did. And the, the mindset was, you know, this is this all ramped down, you know, as people come back in person, online's going to kind of ramp down. Well, for a lot of churches, it didn't ramp down, Mariners being one mm -hmm. of those churches. So they found themselves in a place where they had they had someone stepping into the online role. Mm -hmm. Then a second person kind of took over that online role. So it was within, still within, you know, the COVID years. So it's like 20, uh, still, I think we're in 22 at this point, on the very beginning of 2022. And um, they start to realize, oh gosh, like, you know, people aren't just leaving. Yeah. Um, they're staying connected. We, we assumed they were going to leave and, you know, so we weren't really putting a lot of thought into it, but now like they're sticking around, like, what are we going to do? Yep. And, um, and the person who is leading it. So this is, again, God's so good to me. Um, the, the timing of this really was perfect. Uh, the person who was in that role really felt God pulling them into a new direction. There was great, uh, leadership in a, in a different department and they just really felt called to serve under that leader, which opened a hole in online. And, uh, I, uh, in the midst of that was working a job in construction um, sales and like a lot of people, a lot of companies, I think right around this time it was like Ford and Carvana. There's just a ton of layoffs. Yeah. And I was, and I was, I moved to this company, you know, via a recruiter. So I was new and I was one of the first guys cut. So there's a yeah. really, there's a tough situation, tough situation. Yeah. And there's like probably some other backstory stuff I, that I could get into that I, that I won't, but the bra brass tacks laid off. Yes. I was talking to Jared Kirkwood that day, got unrelated stuff. And, uh, I admit, you know, he missed my call. He called me back and said, I told him the whole story. He's like, Hey, you should reach out to Beth and Eric. Because I didn't know this guy at online was, was, was kind of looking to move. 
Yeah. And I got on the phone with, with Beth and, and talked with her and then flew out there and met with the entire team. And, um, and the, and they basically shared with me that, yeah, people, people have not left. Now keep in mind this whole time, me and my wife, we took our kids to a church locally because, you know, we needed you yeah. know our kids to be, especially when we were homeschooling, we yeah. needed them to be socialized with other Christian kids. But we gave to Mariner's church. We watched mm. our online. Like we, during COVID, we were part of online when yep. they started opening up campus. We were the, one of the first families to say, oh, well, you know, we'll, we're going to, we're going to risk the coronavirus and we're going to, we want to go to church. Yeah. So like we were like there, like one of the first meetings uh, at Irvine when, when Eric was teaching, I mean, outside to, 40 people. It was, yep. it was totally wild. I love yeah. it. And when we moved to Arizona, we stayed involved in online. Yep. And you know, it, it'd be, the, the, I think the wisdom of that, that, you know, it's, it's just a unique situation to say, well, we need someone new to lead online. Yep. And, and wow. And we have a pastor who, a former pastor who wants to, and he himself is part of that online community. Yes. And it, it was, and so in a big measure of God's grace and a little bit of risk taking, because you kind of got to tell like, you know, people like, Hey, we're going to have this. One of our pastors is going to be remote. Um, and, and not like, you know, pastoral in the sense of running a department, but pastoral, in the sense of he's going to shepherd people. And when yeah. you think that there's like, how do you do that remote? Well, I spend most of my days. So I'm looking at my calendar right now after uh, I'm done with you, which is, is a, this is incredible. I wish it would never end, but I know it's going to end at some point. <laughs> I have uh, I have a couple more Zoom calls. Yep. Each one of the four people I have calls with are all from different states. Yep. One from Florida, one yep. from Texas, what up? Yep. One from North Carolina, and one from Utah, because we just launched our uh, hosted yeah. here, Utah. Yep. So I spend my day talking and pastoring the people in that community, and it. it is significant. And I think that the, the last nugget, the last like piece of that, which is yes. so great, is because I come with an online perspective. So yes. as we're discussing things and strategizing things, I'm able to say, well, like with a with a high level of sobriety, hey, hey, that that does that's that wouldn't that's not really gonna work. Yes. Like that, like, oh no, like this idea, it's so great. And it's like that is a great idea, but like that let's talk that through practically. I'm sitting yes. there in my, you know, living room watching service. And like we just had this conversation yesterday about communion. So from the online person, yep. if, you know, where you fit the communion piece, like, yes. oh, we're going to fit it into the end of service. Like, the guys that preach and he's a blah, blah, blah. And then talk about yeah. communion. And it's like, okay, well, we have to let them know communion's coming. And they're like, well, why do you have to let them know that? Well, we have to let them know that because if they're watching service and they don't know it's coming, they have to pause service, get up, go to their kitchen, get stuff, come back or have someone run and get something, run back. Like you, you, we have to prepare online because they have to go get the stuff because no one's going to come and kind of hand it out. Like there's, it's, it's different online. And so like little nuggets like that, I think bring a, a different kind of value when you're, when you're looking through the lens of, of the online person, the online congregate. Yes. And, uh, and it's, yes. it's important. That's right. I love that. I I've yet to hear a store, you know, I mean, obviously every, everybody's story is unique, but that, I mean, I, I've, you know, and I think you have history, you know, with, with Mariners, but the fact that you were an online participant and come into this role, having really been ministered to through, uh, through that experience is, is a really unique perspective. I think the other thing that I, I, I even want to point out to church leaders listening to this, uh, and especially senior pastors who are thinking about who's the right guy for this role. One of the things I love here is that the mistake I see a lot of churches making is they put the tech guy in this role 
Um, and it's a ministry role that uses yeah. technology. But, but at the end of the day, like the tech guy ends up playing with tech most of the day and not prioritizing ministry relationships. And I think that's the genius and why you're going to be successful in your role because you have a ministry mind, a ministry heart, uh, and, and the technology is just a resource to accomplish your ministry goals. Yeah. You know, I, I'd say that, the, so there's a couple of angles to that. The, so I'm pretty, I'm still new to online. Okay. So I'm still kind yeah. of a new, but a rookie guy. Okay. But here's what I've, uh, here's what I've observed so far that different churches do online in different ways. And, and, and here's the thing, there's no wrong, there's no right or wrong. Like, it, you know, it's even having nothing for online, it, it's not right or wrong. Like the, the, the small community church, why friends at small community churches, it's like, hey, we, we want to love this community. Like we, we don't, yeah. you know, we don't want to, we have a podcast they can listen to maybe, but we're not doing a whole thing. It's not right or wrong. I, it, yes. I love it. It's great. Yes. So, but for the church, so for churches who say, I want to do online, you have some churches that are kind of in the lane of, hey, this is a screen door to, you know, to our church. You can see what's happening. Yep. But it's made for the people in this town. Yes. So if you say, well, hey, well, you know, you, do you guys offer that online? Like, no, no, we don't offer online. You're more than welcome to come to our church, though. Like, well, yep. your church is in Florida and I live in Nebraska. Hey, we would love for you to hop a plane and come join us because because it's a, it's a screen door yep. to what we're doing. You can see what we're doing and you can yep. walk in any time. And, and some online ministries, it's, you know, it's the living room. You know, there's yeah. a section of our church that you will be able to to do online and have a part of online, and um, but then there's things that are going to be off the table. Like, hey, we're not yes. going to do youth ministry, kids ministry. There's certain yeah. things we're not going to do, but here's the things we are going to do. Yeah. And I, I think the thing that makes you Mariner so unique and makes this this functioning thing work because if you have the screen door strategy, then maybe the tech guy can do it. I mean, if if it's a hey, this is just a window in, and yes. you know, you, you have an email address that you're just kind of replying to. And, and we're not putting any pastoral responsibility out there. Yes. It, it's just, hey, here's the, the camera of what's happening. Yeah. I get that. That's totally yeah. fine. If it, in, in our situation at Mariners, we want to bring the fullness of our transformational loop, which is our strategy, mm. to bear for the online community. So we want people in, 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 in all the other states that watch to be able to do Rooted online, to do a life group online, to, do, um, to be able to serve in their community mm -hmm. um, you know, with people or, you know, doing it solo, but then coming back to their life group and saying, hey, so how did that serve went as we're serving in eight different spots? And that's a beautiful picture. It's a beautiful picture. But it, that is done through clarity of strategy. So if if you, you know, having an online pastor, it, when your strategy is, well, we're kind of a screen door, doesn't make as much sense as, well, no, we want to run the fullness of what we're doing strategically and disciple the people of online well then, yeah, then we do need a, a ministry person, and um, and and again, I'm just so grateful every day I get to, I get to do what I do. The, I there's a time it. I didn't get to do this, yes. And now getting to do it again, it's like every day is like Christmas. It's just the best. I love it. I when I I wanted to, I want to hear about how your background prepared you, you know, and 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 encourages you in what you're doing. But but I want to hear more about the 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 flesh to the, you know, to the bones of, of what you just laid out, because you, you said something that's so, I think, important of, of you have to define what you're, what you're trying to accomplish with online, because a lot of times it's just like, well, we just do it because Life Church does it, or just because, you know, we other, you know, the church on the street is doing it. Uh, but, but you mentioned even the fullness of Mariner's Church and the fullness of what, what, you know, um, Mariners wants to do in somebody's life. Can you flesh out what does that what does that look like? Uh, what because you, and you also mentioned we're not going to do the fullness of programming necessarily, mm -hmm. but we are going to 
do our best to provide the fullness of the transformation. Um, so how does that flesh out with services groups? You know, you mentioned rooted, uh, how, how does it flesh out practically? Well, so there's the, in, in there lies things that we're learning along the way. So let let me, I'm going to dodge between best, you know, kind of what that we're going toward and kind of where we are and kind of do those simultaneously. So we have an online service. The the X amount of people watch a week. It doesn't matter how many it's a, it's a, it's a, it, it, it's it's a blessing to have anyone say i'm going to bring a church into my living room so yep. we have x number of people who watch every weekend and our goal is to run the transformational loop okay so let's start defining that mm-hmm. if you're in, at an in-person congregation what are you going to hear regularly well you're going to hear our pastors talk about rooted it's a 10-week discipleship experience that'll you know put you in touch with you know god's purpose for you and, and you know your what your purpose is and they're going to do it in community with a, with a group of people in your same life stage and age and etc cetera, etc cetera, with the goal that that group will then go on to be a life group okay so that's step one of discipleship at mariners church so what does that look like online well we do the exact same thing we talk about rooted and we want to get people to to engage in rooted and you can do rooted in two different ways you can do like a, through a hosted here or say you have a group of like friends, a group of people in your neighborhood, and you want to do rooted in person utilizing online resources, there's a space for that. Also, if you want to just sign up and you will be placed in an online rooted group made with people from your same life stage and age, you know, as best as we can, mm-hmm. and they'll be from different states and different places, and they meet online and we go through rooted every 10 weeks. There's a facilitator. So it, it really is kind of a, a one for one as much as possible as much as possible knowing that we're not all going to be in the same room doing it digitally of course and then then the same deal as we go through that progression we do all the same 10 weeks of rooted the serve week looks a little different because people will serve in you know their own communities and basically kind of come back together and share about what they did but then the goal is to move them into a life group so some groups will not move into life groups and that's the same for online and in person by the way and there's always an attrition rate of people because you say, hey, I'll, okay, I'll do 10 weeks. And then, you know, life happens and it, it's tough. So, and I get it. Everybody gets it. And we encourage you to go through Rooted again because we think those 10 weeks are just so vital to the discipleship yeah. process. And then we get you into life group and then you're off and running. From there, the next stop on our loop is serving one another. So we want to make it easy for people who are in life groups, people who have gone through Rooted, to serve. So serving in our church, the first question we ask is, have you gone through Rooted? And if you haven't gone through Rooted, we're going to recommend you have you go through Rooted. And yep. we're going to let you know when the next Rooted time is. And and I've said no to volunteers uh, because they haven't gone through Rooted. And it's not a no forever. It's a no, let's wait, because I yep. think Rooted will be really great for you. Um, because it sets a baseline for our church. So for online and in person, we hold those same values. And then we give them opportunities to serve. So when I took over, we expanded some of the areas that uh, someone yep. could serve. I'm with online. There's six now. And they're all specific to online and being a host or a prayer person, connect team, you know, being a life group leader. Um, because we have a lot of people who live in other states, you know, who are kind of ex-mariners people that have already gone through Rooted that could easily jump into a life group. You want to be a life group facilitator, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, and then after uh, uh, you're serving one another, um, you, we want you to be part of changing the world. And we do that through, you know, local and global outreach. Um, right now, there's not a ton for global. Um, we're bringing kind of more to bear for that slowly. Um, and when it comes to local, we, we're really zoned into um, our city initiatives because in every city in America, or really mm-hmm. around the world, there are nurses, there are teachers, 
and there are first responders. So yep. we gravitate all of our serve projects, opportunities, relationship building around how we resource those three areas. And so there's a lot of things we leave off the table. So to say, you know, oh man, it's 100% of what we get in person online, that it, it's not accurate because it's, that's also impossible. You know, we partner specifically with ministries in Orange County for homelessness, for instance. Yep. Well, yes, there's homelessness in every city, but the way we structure our outreach isn't just, hey, we're going to make some sandwiches and let's go hand them out. Now, I'm not diminishing that, but the way we do it is through relationship, like relationship building with with established ministries so that it's not just us sending people and we can all petty, you know, oh, hey, we served today. Doesn't that feel good? Like we're able to, through relationships, see stories grow and over time and resource them over time. And, and it's tough to do that in other states. So instead of kind of trying to fake our way through it right now, it's not even on the list. But yep. the things that are on the list are the things that can be done for online. And then you look at things like, uh, you know, men's, women's care recovery. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we roll those things out slowly. So we're we're not where we want to be with any yeah. of those. Yeah. Um, this year's the first year we're going to be inviting men to hop on a plane and come to man camp, which is happening in June. Yeah. And maybe and actually the email for that goes out today. But the nice. first promotion of, hey, men of online come to this yeah. thing. Now, it's strategic. We've been working on it for a while. Today's the day we're sending the email out. And maybe some people hop on the plane, maybe they won't. They're not getting a discount, you know, for for the cost of camp to do this. Like, so there definitely is skin in the game for them for sure. But uh, we're offering as many possible opportunities as we can to do that. But I think though, there's one thing I skipped over. Yeah. Which like at the core of all of this. So at the very very beginning, we have X amount of people, you know, watching and tuning in. Yes. The the most important part of my role is helping people identify themselves by raising their digital hand. Okay, okay. so let me, give you, let me give you an example. If, yeah. I had a, if I had a map behind me of all the, the dots of places yeah. people are watching and you know, engaging with Mariners Online, and I said, and I have said this, by the way, because this is how new I was to, to online. Yeah. They show me this map of all these people. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. This is great. Look at all, look at all these people. Well, you know, just give me all their email addresses and I'll, you know, I'll get started. And they're yeah. like, oh no, there's no, there's no email addresses on it. What are you talking about? They're like, oh no, these are like the IP address hits and everything. I'm like, oh, well, how do I get in touch with them? And they're like, oh, well, you know, you you can't. These are just the IP. And I'm like, guys, like this is this is useless to me. Yep. Like it's great to see on the map, but when it comes to the practicality of, of what we're doing, we don't disciple IP addresses. We disciple people. <laughs> yes. So how do we get those people to self-identify themselves and yeah. say, hey, I'm here. Like see yep. me, which allows us to then get the the thing, the whole kind of machine moving to get them into the discipleship process. Yes. So a lot of my first few months was focused only on that. How do mm. we create more and more opportunities for people to raise their digital hand? Mm. Um, and all the focus was on that because through that, we've been able to have very intentional conversations with people to help get them into rooted and get the thing. So again, it's the it's taking the, the in-person strategy and it will look different. And yes. It's one of our core values. It'll look different, but different doesn't mean less. Yes. It will look different moving from in-person strategies to how that's contextualized online. It will look different, but different doesn't mean less. And I think that's the the big the big thing that we took. That, that also that also de-escalates the stress with other staff members. Yeah. When you say, "Hey, we're going to bring this online," they're like, "Well, you know, I'm not really an online person. What does this mean for online? Yes. Like, is this more work on me? Like, you know, how, well, yeah. how are we going to do this? Like, when yeah. we do it in person, blah 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 blah. Well, you know, we could all take it down." <laughs> because it's going to be different and that's okay. It's yes. going to be different. Yes. And so I think the other side of the coin is that what other people will advocate for like, no, this is, 
this is a congregation, it's a campus, I'm the lead pastor of the campus, it's got to be exact. And again, there's churches like that, and it's totally fine. It just, that isn't, you know, we're trying to build an online community out of the people who engage with Mariners online, and, um, you know, that feels far more um, strategic, and uh, I think mentally, it just feels so much more mentally healthy than trying to recreate the in-person, all the aspects of it, online. It's just not, it's not, it's not the same. I love it. I love it. Well, and and so with that, can you talk about how how do you measure success? What what are some of your KPIs that that you're monitoring on a week to week, month to month basis? So, one of the things I, I love is, and then I would I would I would, and again, I'm new to it, so this isn't maybe the best way to do it. But this is the way we do it. Yeah. Um, the team that that is, so I'm on the discipleship team. My boss is the 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 lead pastor of Irvine okay. and, and the oversees discipleship for the entire yep. church. So I'm on the discipleship team as an online discipleship pastor. Yep. So my goals are tied to how are we getting people to raise their digital hand, uh, yep. how many people are getting into Rooted, how many yep. hosted here's are we launching, um, how many you know people are we getting into uh, serve, you know serve yep. one another like you know serving in yep. online and and not just I'll get to this this point in a second, but the. It, I I keep myself and I'm separated from and keep myself separated yes. from the digital goals, which is another aspect of the online team, which are the actual online people. Like, hey, yep. we're going to develop a program. Um, yep. We're going to you know do the ad buys. We're going to do all the social media stuff. Like, we're gonna our job is to get eyeballs on our stuff and to kind of put yep. it out there and yada yada yada. That's not my job. My yep. job is once we get those eyeballs engaged. How do we then get them to raise their digital hand and then get them through our discipleship process? Yeah. So I think the clarity of that has been really good because it actually removes pressure from from people. Yeah. Um, it actually also fosters collaboration because mm. they're they're because when you look at it as a whole, if you say, "Oh my gosh, we had a we had a we, you know let's pick a ridiculous number. We had fifty million people or a hundred yeah. million people. We had more people in the Super Bowl watching you know Mariners last weekend. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's incredible. I just can't believe it. That's so many people. Well, mm-hmm. how many people do we get involved, you know, get connected? If the answer is, oh, well, we didn't get any of them connected. We, you know, we didn't prioritize those goals. Well, then it's going to be looked at like a loss. And in the same way, if we, if we said, man, we had 100% of the people who were watching last weekend, we got their info, they raised their digital hand. We know everything about them, their address, their phone number, their family, 100% of the people who watched last weekend. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. That's so like, that's so strategic. That's so smart. Where are we reaching? How many people were watching? Oh, we had thirteen people watching, and they're gonna be like, uh, "I don't. We're, we're missing something somewhere." So mm-hmm. it, it fosters this collaborative uh, uh, environment where I'm excited for the online team as they yeah. expand our, our, the footprint, and the online team is excited for me as I bring those people that are being connected into our discipleship process. So it creates a, a healthy yeah. thing. So. My responsibility yeah. solely sits on the discipleship goals, which yes. are currently raising the digital hand, rooted, um, being people in life groups um, into uh, service, yeah. um, serving one another, and yeah. getting uh, and and launching hosted here's. Yeah, and I think there's one caveat that I throw in here, and this is like a strategic <clears throat> kind of thing. Saying online doesn't mean online. Okay, so let me let me unpack this for a second. Yeah, please. So, so if let's say the men's ministry comes to me and they say, "Hey, we're doing this, me- we're doing this men's group about you know 
how to how to build your resume, like how to put yeah. together a good resume. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I mean, that's that's totally a legit, you know, guy thing. You know, the young twenty thirties. You know, whatever. Get some business leaders in there from the. It's like, hey, and we want to we want to do this online. Now, the question is, do you want to do it online for the online community, or do you want to do it online for Irvine for this event? So, hey, Irvine people. You know that you can come to room 312 or you can tune in online mm -hmm. or are you saying you want to do this in room 312 and also all the people out there in online world all of you can tune in too and there's a big delineation there that that it's an appropriate conversation to have because and we had this conversation recently um about around our um our pain management um uh care group I feel like I'm butchering the name, but the, 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 the lady who runs, it's amazing. And pain is a serious thing. People, you know, live with chronic pain. Um, mm -hmm. and there's a support group. That's the word for it. Um, that happens once a month. It's incredible. Yeah. It happens online via zoom, but it's a, uh, online group for, you know, Mariners Irvine. And, and I think they put it out there to the other congregations, but there's a reluctancy to put it out there to online. Yeah. Because of the leaders that are in place and the structure that is in place, you know, you, so imagine giving an announcement and you're up on stage and like, this is truly like the strategic things we work through. If yeah. you're up on stage in front of 10,000 people and you say, Hey, we have a pain management support group and it's going to be online. And, uh, that's where it meets. It meets online off the bat, 50% of the room. Well, let's just take them off the table. So let's just deal with yep. 5,000 people. Yeah. And of that 5,000 people, maybe, uh, you know, uh, 200 of those people deal with chronic pain as a serious thing. And of yep. those 200 people, maybe a hundred of them have the courage to say, Hey, I'm going to join a group. And of that yep. 100, maybe 50 of them, it just works out with their schedule that they actually can do it blah, blah, and they sign up for it. And then, you know, however many actually show up, mm -hmm. you start to boil that thing down. And so it makes sense to say, Hey, Irvine or congregation, we're going to offer this thing that, you know, for our thing online, but then to turn to online where the number is, X, you, yep. know, you could you could have you could have two thousand people sign up for it. You have right. no idea. So right. and it would completely overwhelm the system and the structure that's in place because while a group may meet online, it yes. doesn't mean that the audience that they're targeting is the online community. Yes. And there's a healthy, open, on the table conversation. Like as long as there's no ego, everyone has humility. Like yes. there's a difference between, hey, we want to offer this online so people can see, and we want yeah. to offer this to online, you know, where, yeah. you know, there's a big group of people from all these other states that are going to tune in. And then now you're dealing with time zones. And so, and there's freedom in saying, yes. no, this is, this is kind of fits here and this kind of fits there. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the things that has made a Mariner successful uh, in this way for me, that no one no one freaks out of those kind of conversations. No one yes. gets hurt about it. It's not, you know, no one feels attacked about it. I mean, it's just yes. a very honest, very honest conversation. It's, you know, I think it is, and it, it's a language nuance that I think is confusing organizational systems because mm -hmm. it, it practically is, you know, basically here's everyone in this local region. And then this is for everyone else outside of the local region, because the reality is, is every church and every ministry is going to have aspects that are online. 
um, for their local, you know, and, and if you're not doing that, you're really missing out on significant ministry opportunity. And, you know, there's so much of the language around hybrid church. Uh, and and what does that mean? And, and I think we're, you know, I think we're all, it's the beauty of the tension in this space is we're, we're fleshing this out and, uh, it's, it's, it's constantly being reworked. And I think, it has to be reworked in your specific context because everyone's vision and goals are different. Like North Point, they really only want to use online to reach locally as a new front door. Uh, or a church You're like Life totally Church has a vision globally with their mm-hmm. online. And so it's, you know, it, it, it really comes with the vision of the senior leader. And then how do you execute that effectively? Um, I want to hear, Justin, just practically. What are what are some of the key technologies you're using to accomplish those goals? And just even thinking, are you on YouTube? Are you on Church Online platform? Are you on Zoom? Yeah. Are you on Ultra so, Live? What, what are some of the key so, platforms you're using? All right. So let me let me and again, this is such a great question because yeah. really, what really what what the answer to that is? Uh, it comes down to strategy and delineation. That's right. Some of those things, those some of those things have nothing to do with me. Um, yes. The the online team has decided. Uh, that we're doing our live, our, our weekend services online on YouTube yep. and church Great. online. Great. And that was something that when I came in, those decisions were already made. Yeah. All those meetings had happened. All those strategy discussions occurred yeah. and the decision was made. And, and I kind of stepped into it. Yeah. I don't have to worry about those things. You know? And I, I give input and give insight and, and, I, yep. and it's a collaborative setting. Like, you know, even where I have a, a meeting later today at one, we're talking about Easter service times. And yep. you know, my desire to expand our service times taking, you know, I'm, I'm really big into like the, the time zones. I live in a different time zone. Yep. And, you know, I, and we have people that I talk to on a regular basis in the East Coast. And we have people yep. that live in Hawaii. So I'm both ends of our service time. So we're, yes. I'm pitching a whole, whole new thing that I, I think is, I think is, I think is rad, but nice. you know, the, 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 you know, we figure it out as we go. But yes. so they, they pick all those places of where we're broadcasting service. Yep. So then it comes to the discipleship side. Yes. So, and so, and there's a whole social media team. And they're kind of doing their thing. Yep. Then it comes to discipleship. So what tools am I using to drive discipleship? Yep. There are three tools right now that I'm using to drive discipleship. Tool number one is Calendly. Uh, okay. Tool number two is called Bongiorno. And tool number three is called Instagram. You might have heard of this. This is an app owned by Facebook. No, is, and, it, is it new? No, so it is brand new. You're going to love it. Uh, it's going to catch on. Calendly. Which you might be familiar with Calendly. Yeah, um, absolutely. So so I used to I, schedule this with you. I you did. I use yep. this to the nines. I send links to everybody. Every place that you that I there's in my email signature in every auto response email. Almost every auto response email includes a link to hey let's get let's talk for fifteen minutes. Hey let's Love talk it. for thirty minutes. Hey let's do a digital coffee. Hey, whatever they, Hey, you're interested in a hosted here. Let's book 30 minutes. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about yeah. 15 minutes, whatever. And I use that to the nines and it comes mm-hmm. with a workflow thing, which actually that's going to end up being some of the backbone of how we develop some of our, our online um, plus courses, um, which nice. really are on demand plus courses, which we're, well, I'm really excited about. Yeah. But Calendly is an incredible tool. Bongiorno, yes. um, I really believe that people need to put a name of the face really vital to me um you know it's something that my mom instilled in me that you know you should know who your pastor is and how to get a hold of them that was something that yes. she instilled for me at a young age so i think it's important that when someone signs up for something or requests information or fills out a connect card that they're quickly getting a little video welcome from me hey mm-hmm. yeah it's me justin the online you know blah 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 i hope you're doing great and nice to meet you and click send and with bongiorno it's all 
you know, you put together your templates, you can put links on there, you record the video, I do it right from my phone, I can do it wherever I am, because it's meant to be just kind of a quick thing, but it puts a name of the face immediately, and it makes follow-up really great too. And nice. then the third thing is Instagram. So yeah. Instagram, we position our, our Mariners.online Instagram as a gathering place for community, which okay. means I don't share advertisements. It's not a billboard. Yep. Um, I don't share graphics on there unless it's a, uh, the last <laughs> graphic I shared on there was um, one that announced our hosted here location in Utah. Um, everything else is a video. It's a real it's a story video. It's it's Eric, you know, get talking, saying something. It's yep. me talking and saying like now on the mm -hmm. stories and you know it's other stuff on the stories, but those, those click yep. through. But as far yep. as the stuff that lives on our feed, it's a hey guys, this weekend's coming. We're so excited, mm -hmm. and we we do completely different types of content. So if you look at all of our Mariners organization yep. Instagrams for all our thing, yep. online looks completely different. But that's not by accident. That's on purpose. Because yes. the purpose of our Instagrams uh, at our other congregations is about, hey, check this out and then show up in person. Yeah. Where for online, it's, hey, come and, and you leave some comments. And we started it from zero, by the way. So I think it's like yeah. at, you know, 150. Like it's still really fresh. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, so, which, is, which is awesome. Yes. But we're able to start from like a really clear, healthy place of we're sharing devotionals, stories. I do uh, the, these three tips. So I'll pick a topic. And give you three tips on, you know, how to have a great weekend. Okay. This is kind of, yes. it's just whatever. But then we go and then we say, Hey, sign up for the weekly email. Yeah. And we go into more detail on this topic in that email. So check it out. And here's a link nice. for it. Nice. If someone signs up for the email, that's them raising their digital hand. So yes. in order to sign up for the email, you got to do your, you know, your name, your email, you know, where nice. you're from, blah, 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 the whole thing. And now boom, they're on my radar. So nice. it, it's all of these things fit together to none of it is just like, oh, we're just kind of randomly doing a thing. Yeah, It's all meant to support what those broader goals are. And, um, but those are the three tools I use. And, awesome. the, and again, those are all made to drive discipleship. Calendly drives discipleship. I'm, we, I had a 30 minute call with a dude. This is just a crazy story. So, and cause people will use the link. I mean, it's out a bit, I yeah. use these links all the time. And so now they're kind yeah. of, they're just kind of out there. I put them in, yes. you know, social media posts, whatever. I'll probably, whenever you post this podcast, I'll probably say, hey, drop some of these links in there. Yeah. Because if someone is listening to your podcast but they, and they go to Mariner's Church or they heard, yeah. you know, heard about Mariner's Church or whatever and they yeah. want 30 minutes, okay. So this dude in Canada, okay, 23 years old, yeah. dropped out of high school, trying to figure his life out, troll, you know, scrolling on, on TikTok, comes across my stuff, clicks on me, sees the church. Gets sees me and the whole thing like oh you can book coffee with this guy like what the yes. you know this guy doesn't know Mariners Church doesn't know me but you click this link and you can book coffee digital coffee with this dude books it I you know it comes up like I think nothing of it it's like a week or whatever I have yep. a call with this dude okay he tells me the story he's never been to the church doesn't know the church he but he just needs to talk to somebody and caught his attention and, and he used to go to church I got to talk with this guy for thirty minutes pray with him. Uh, I have a follow-up with him. I invited him to come check out online. He's done nice. that. And it's yep. like moments like that, it 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 makes it all worth it. Yep. I mean, that that's the kid at camp, you know, wait, you know, staying after worship to talk about how things are tough at home and they just need a leader to sit next to him. Yep. That's the equivalent. And Calendly is a digital tool, which costs money. I mean, we I pay this subscription yep. for it. But it is as much a tool in my arsenal for discipleship than than anything else I have. 
That's awesome. That's a, and and what about rooted? How do you do rooted online? Yeah. So there's the so let me start here. Rooted was um was started in uh Kenya, Africa at okay. a church called Mavuno Church. Yeah, um, yeah. Rooted is uh the English word for Mzizi, which is which is rooted in um in uh which is what they call it in, in Mavuno yep. Church. And uh and it was always in person. Okay. Yeah. So Boom, we have to take it online. What do we do? And it's not as hard as you'd think. Um, definitely going deeper, pulling people like into depth is difficult, but it's, you know, it's like, it, it really is like an online course. Yeah. I mean, you, we have a, a kickoff week. We put people into groups, put the leader, here's a list of people on the, the email, send it out, invite them. Here's the Zoom link. Yeah. Uh, we have a kickoff week that's all pre-recorded. And then they have their rooted books. We ship it to them. And they go week by week by week and they do, you know, they do the homework. You know, there's like there's yeah. five days of homework. They get together in the group. They talk about it. So this is like any other rooted group. The serve thing is a thing we tweaked a little bit. Um, yeah. We used to do uh, the group coming together and putting together care packages. So basically yeah. they go buy stuff. They put this bucket together at their house on Zoom with everyone else. And they basically, yeah. you know, take this thing and ship it over to, to Mariners Irvine and, and they hand those out, um, nice. which is great. And yes. we, we made a shift through collaboration with our outreach department, which is one of the coolest departments in our church, uh, they helped, they worked with me to help design something that is based on our city strategy to partner with nurses and teachers and first responders and Mm. allows them to do that same thing. So they'll, you know, come together to talk about it. Then they'll go do something in their community. They come back together and talk about it. Um, And I mean, that's rooted in a nutshell, man. So it's all online. You have Zoom like this, or you have the hosted here group that says, Hey, we're going to, we're going to do rooted together as a group or you know, we just launched our first hosted here at a college. I think there's many more colleges to come. And right. you know, you, you get guys in a dorm room or on a floor and says, Hey, let's do this thing called rooted. And yep. they're doing it in person, utilizing yeah. online resources. And that's, that's a good deal. And we're reshooting a ton of videos. We're yes. re-recording a ton of stuff. Like again, it's like you, you, you when you create these things, you think like oh, when you create it thinking, like, all right, we're just using this for like a little while. Yes. And then it's like, oh, wait, this is totally now the backbone of stuff. Yes. You know, then you take a second take at it, which, by the way, it's totally fine. It's yes. totally healthy. It's all yes. good. And there's no rush to it. Like there's yep. a, I've never heard someone say, and I've been doing this for five months, but I also was a, a part of this for a couple of years. Yeah. I never said, and I never heard someone say, you know what? I'm really not going to be a part of this because it just... It doesn't look as polished on camera as I'd like it to be. Yeah. I've never heard that. I nope. I talked on the phone with, with my mom for years before FaceTime was ever invented. I take my wife on crappy dates all the time. Like imagine if I only took my wife on dates when I could afford a yeah. really nice date. Like imagine I come yeah. to you and say, Hey Nils, I got a problem with my wife, man. She just keeps complaining. You were yeah. like, oh, what's she complaining about? Like, I never take her on dates. Like, well, you know, she take her on a date. No, you don't understand, Nils. I only want to take her on dates to yep. things that are really great. Like, I want yep. it to look really great. I want yes. it to be excellent. I want it to just be amazing. And since I can't afford to do that, we're just we're just not going to do anything. Yes. And you'd say, well, that's crazy, man. She doesn't care how great it looks or how great. She just wants to spend time with you. To yes. which I would say, uh, oh, well, I've been going this whole time thinking that like Mr. Beast, they're only watching because it looks great. And the reality yeah. is um, we will never be able to compete with the excellent excellence of Hollywood 
but Hollywood yes. will never be able to compete with us when it comes to relationship. I've yes. never had a single conversation with Iron Man, and I don't think I'm going to anytime soon, but I can help people have personal conversations with Jesus, and that is real. And you can yes. put your hands around that. You can hold that. You can cry with someone, and it doesn't matter how, what, how great the resolution is. Yes. It matters that we're making it available to people. And I think that that the magic of Rooted is that. It's not yes. about, oh, man, we have the best platform for how we run it, or, hey, these training videos are so great, or, hey, the weeks that are pre-recorded is just so polished. It's that we get a group of people together who says, man, I'm looking for something. Yeah. And I don't, know, I don't know what it is, but maybe it's this. And yep. you say, you know what? All are welcome. Come yes. on in. Yes. I'm telling you, it makes me emotional thinking about it because I remember, like, I just remember being that guy. And it, during COVID, uh, just seeing the loneliness of my neighbors and the loneliness of my yeah. friends and hearing yep. the stories that they would share at church of the loneliness of people. And, and not a single one of those people cared at all about how things looked. They just wanted someone to give them a call or know yes. them. And that yes. is the power of online. And if, if you, and again, every strategy is different. Yes. The North, you brought up North Point. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm tight with some people at North Point still from my youth ministry days. Yeah. The way you explained it is dead on, obviously. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with that strategy. No. Nope. That's great. It's a window into our, we're going to invest everything in because, in, and by the way, this is a caveat. Every single week in the chat, I talk to people who they are local and they're yeah. just checking it out. Or they yep. just moved from another state and like they've been, yep. and they, and they want to know, is there an in-person congregation they can go to? Yep. There's nothing that yep. brings me more joy than to move people out of online yes. into an in-person environment if they're close yes. to one of our congregations. Yes. And if they're not close to a congregation, there's nothing that brings me more joy than helping them yep. launch a host to here so they can yep. bring people in their community together. It's like, it, it's just, it's just the most exciting thing. I love it's it. It's the most exciting thing. I love it. It's, um, I think if there's a lesson, you know, that I want people to hear. And if you, if you've never been to Mariner's church, it is the most beautiful campus. I, I think of any church campus, uh, that the main campus there in Irvine, uh, that I've ever been to. And, but I think people can often hear from a church like Mariner's and think they've got it all together and they have all the resources. And like, I just can't do this because I don't have the resources to hear you say like, we don't have it figured out. We don't, it's not all buttoned up and polished, you know, like we're still taking what we've got and bringing it to people and we'll get better. It will become better, but, but we're not going to wait until it's perfect to, to begin to minister to people with what we have right now. I think that lesson is so important because what, wherever you are right now, uh, as a church, you have something to offer people, uh, online. Um, yep. and, and, and I think it, it has to align to your strategy, uh, I, I want to hear a little bit about your background uh, and how that applies to to online yeah. in your role now. So let's start with middle school. You know, you you did a lot of years in middle school youth ministry. How has how did that prepare you for what you do today? Okay. Um, or I'll start. I'm going to start back a little a little earlier. My mom always taught me to be very entrepreneurial. Um, okay. She taught me that uh, working hard and slacking off both paid, but they paid very differently. And I took those words to heart. I grew up single parent home. We grew up very poor. Yeah. So I took that to heart. So then fast forward and from you know, me in the junior high ministry. I did not think I was in junior high. I actually was applying for this job doing high school and through just some wild events, um, the, the it was clear that that you know I was made for junior high. So I'm doing junior yes. high and I'm loving it. And it probably if there's probably 
50 things I could say. I'll narrow it down to three like really succinct things. Um, okay. Keep the If you are willing to take that first step, um, students are willing to share with you. They're willing to open up yeah. if you're willing to take that first step. Yeah. I think that applies to online all the time. I'll have conversations yeah. with people online. As long as, we're, as long as we're in the chat and we're willing to say, hey, we're here. We want to talk to you. How are things yeah. going? Let's talk in a prayer room. It, especially digitally, it just creates this open door. So, yeah. and, and and probably one A to that, uh, you have to be prepared to hear anything. So using yeah. the camp analogy, you sit next to a kid at camp and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I just blah, blah, blah. I just, yeah. uh, you know, I, I just, I'm so sad or crying or whatever. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. what's going on? You have no idea if they're going to say that they just found out their parents are getting divorced or if they're going to yep. say before they left for camp, their hamster died. Because in, right. in the mind of a junior yes. hire, like it's, you know, yes. the emotions are what they are and things are, yeah. you know, the level of seriousness, you know, which to yep. them is very serious, by the way. But yep. for it prepares you for the person online, but you just don't know what they're going to say. And so that being on your toes, being flexible on your toes, I think is important. I probably say the the second thing is creativity. Um, you know, creativity doesn't mean ability. Um, but creativity mm -hmm. means the willingness to try things. Yeah, yep. I think the most creative people fail all the mm -hmm. time. Um, the yep. best leaders fail all the time. So creativity doesn't mean ability. And so yes. I think we learned that in junior high really, really well, that if we're willing to try some stuff, take some risks, be a risk taker, and then be willing to pay the price for that, you know, good, good yes. or bad, responsibility for it, um, good or bad, then it'll it'll be beneficial. But I think the, the willingness to be creative and take risks, I think was really important. Yeah. And I'd probably say the, the last thing is um, the knowing the importance of, learning the importance of collaboration. I think in junior high, yeah. You learn the importance of collaboration because if, and I would speak directly, specifically about the parents. So when you're doing great junior high ministry, your goal is to collaborate with parents to get the job done for their kid. That it's a yep. partnership between you you and the parent. And yep. when we do online, it, it's not a, hey, I'm the discipleship guy and blah, you know, blah, blah, like that. There's ego and that's not what's needed. Yep. It is a partnership between the all the video people and the tech people who are making service happen. You know, every time I'm on service, there's a guy named Matt who is sitting somewhere in an office making sure that all the back end stuff for service is happening. Yep. Right? Nobody knows Matt. Nobody has seen Matt. Like he he does not engage in the chat. He's a complete behind the scenes guy. Yep. Online would not happen if not for Matt. So every time I see mm -hmm. Matt, I thank Matt because genuinely I'm thankful for Matt. If it wasn't for him, yeah. we wouldn't be able to do what we do online. We'd have, there'd yep. be an issue and no one would know how to solve it. And everyone would be looking around at each other. Matt knows how to handle things. And, and so we text him. He, he gets it handled immediately because he knows how to handle it. And he's a back end yep. guy. But that, that partnership and collaboration that it's like you, you, it's not like an optional thing. It's like in order to be successful at this, you have to have that level of a partnership and collaboration. Definitely yep. learn that. Definitely learn in droves in junior high. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then let's let's shift to um to to the corporate side. So as you got into sales and outside of the church, what were, were there some lessons you learned from that that you've now brought into your role in pastoral ministry? Yeah, I mean, probably a couple things. One, um, people outside of the church don't talk about the church. They're not they're not genuinely interested in the church. It's on top of the mm -hmm. conversation. So one of my very first days this is a true story. Very, one yeah. of the very first days working at this construction place, um, you know, working. And this is, this is when I moved to Arizona. Okay. So I moved to Arizona yep. from California, stayed with the company and we're there and we're hanging out like all oh, first day of the, like, Hey, you know, let's go, well, let's go over to, you know, whatever, fill in the blank name strip club down the street. They have a great lunch special. I'm like, uh, guys, I, uh, I, I'm not going to go to a strip club. 
Why not? Yep. Like it's the middle, you know, it's the middle of the day. We're going to grab lunch. No big deal. Like, you know, but, but, and you know, and it all kind of devolves from there. Yep. But it's, it's fine. Like that's the world, man. Like that, yeah. the, you have to have a sober view of the world and that yep. is a world stuff. And yep. they don't, and if, if I ever brought up church to them, let me tell you the things they don't care about. They don't care about the resolution. They don't care about what the graphic looks like. They don't care about how the seats are organized. Like yeah. I can keep going. They don't care about like the, the 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 specific transitions of the worship set. They don't care. They probably care about the parking, so they don't have to waste their time in the park. Probably parking yeah. ministry to the yeah. unchurched person is probably one of the most important ministries because yeah. I, I hear I heard the dudes complain about parking just in general at other places more than yeah. anything else. Yeah. Um. You know they, the having free coffee. So whoever organizes the free coffee. Probably one of the most important ministries. So it, yep. it being in that world gave me a sobriety around what actually is kind of valued, yeah. like in reaching people. Like if you can make yep. parking at your church really easy, like mm -hmm. you'll be more like if someone has never been there before and they don't know where to go or how to park. And I'm being yes. dead serious about this. Like yeah, you'll you'll set it up on the wrong on the wrong foot. Yeah. So that, that that's probably one. I think the the importance of um, I got much better at budgets living in the corporate world. I think when yep. your commission, like when your paycheck is tied to commission, mm. uh, it, it, ha it carries a different level of seriousness. And yep. I, I don't think I took money as seriously my first time around in ministry as I probably yep. do now um, yep. and take budgets as seriously as I do now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that, that gave me some some sober perspective. Yes. I, I think I think also uh, the the collaboration, I think there's a, there's an underlying vibe in the church sometimes that... Um, Hey, if I have a thousand more people show up in my ministry than you have at your ministry, then I'm probably going to get more staff and more budget money. Yep. So there's an excitement that, oh my gosh, a thousand more people showed up at your thing. But there's also a little bit of yep. like, that kind of turns my bolts a tiny bit because, you know, because it, it, it was a little bit of a zero sum game in, in yep. some, not in every way, but in some ways. Where in working at an outside company, when I made one of my first big sales, uh, everyone in the company was stoked. I yep. was I got an email from a dude in a branch in Missouri, congratulating me on this like million dollar job I had just sold, because that million bucks helps doesn't just help me reach my goal, doesn't just yep. help my branch reach their goal, doesn't mm -hmm. just help my region which I was part of the West region reach their goal. It actually helps the yeah. company in reaching the company goal, and if the company hmm. reaches their goal, then everybody gets gets a, a little more cut of the pie, and yep. there's no. The only translation to that is a spiritual translation in the church. Is mm -hmm. it's very rare that I, I've never heard of a church doing any kind of a monetary um, translation to that. But yep. when when you're in a for-profit company, it yep. paints the lines of partnership and collaboration completely different. Mm -hmm. and, I, and we you tend to affirm people. And again, so this is like the most church, what should be the most church-like thing that I found yep. outside the church. And so I I walk away from that and say, uh, how important is it? that I continue to be the guy that, that, that I felt myself easily becoming mm -hmm. working outside the church. Yeah. A couple of years outside the church made me a lot more humble, yeah. uh, a lot less ego driven. Mm. I was very ego driven my first time around. So mm. like when I, when I said I worked at Mariners first time and you know, a lot of people were friends, a lot of people weren't friends. Um, yeah. There were a lot of people I did, I did not have a good relationship with and that was my fault mm. um, because I, I thought I was hot stuff and you know my ego is so in the way then i moved to a construction company where i know nothing about construction dude i yeah. know zero zero yeah. i i hire people in my house to do construction i don't know anything about i probably know more 
like now than I ever said now because you know at the very beginning I wasn't yeah. at all but now you've been at three yeah. years I, I know some stuff yeah. but so I'm talking about week one okay yeah let me explain to you week one bro <laughs> this doesn't happen this doesn't happen in the church and it should more and this is the, and again this is something that has has made me better for online and yes. it made me better this time around in the church yes when I started this construction company so these are the same these are these are not the dudes who said let's go to a strip club this is like way cool way cooler legit family guys. That you know, okay. all the kids, just all legit dudes. Some of them are believers. Like these are all just great yeah. dudes. Yeah. And we're all in a meeting, and they knew I was a youth pastor. And truth be told, I got the job because the CEO, who the guy who ran the company, the CEO of the company, everybody's boss, um, okay. was one of the elders at Mariners. And I was really got tight it. with his wife. And yep. he basically, you know, he basically called the dude. Yeah, you know, I got fired from Sandals. He called the dude uh, at this branch. Was like, hey, I think I got someone for you. And yep. he's like winking. He's like, don't say anything. He's like, calls him. Hey, I think I got something for you for this job. He's like winking at me. He's like, hey, it's totally your decision if you want to hire him or not. But um, I think he'd be a great fit. And I think you should yep. meet with him tomorrow. And then he's like, all right, boss, you got it. I'm going to meet with him tomorrow. And they offer me the job or whatever. I was not yep. qualified. Amazing. For yeah. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in the first one of my first meetings, and they're talking. There's like week one, and they're talking about a construction job. Yeah. And they're going around the table, and then they say, Justin, what do you think? I'm saying, mm. like, what do I think? I gotta be honest. I, I don't know anything about construction. Like I'm, you know, I, I don't think I have anything to offer. And they said the most power. I will never forget this. Tony Czechia, this dude, you will never meet this dude. This dude is a, is a white collar or blue collar construction dude. He could build a house from scratch. You will never meet him. Never talk to him. Lives in Dallas, Texas. He said, but Justin, you're part of the team and everyone's opinion matters on the team. Mm. And I'm sitting there like, I think I've been doing ministry wrong for 10 years. Like mm. in that moment, it's like, I think I've been yeah. doing it wrong. And I, and I think I needed to get out of ministry to see mm. how wrong I was. And wow. I mean, and I'm telling you, I sat on that for maybe four months, five months yep. before I picked yeah. up a book um, called Extreme Ownership by Jocko yes. Willing. And that, I mean, and that guy changed, I mean, that guy talked about changing my life. That guy uprooted everything about my life and put it all back together in a different configuration um, yeah. That, so now they, so again, you're now you're doing it online. Well, how does that translate? Well, even the people who have no knowledge of online, they have, they've never been on, maybe they don't even have an Instagram. They've never been online. Their mm -hmm. opinion about online matters. I yes. felt more part of the construction team mm -hmm. that I made people on my own junior high team feel a part of the junior high team. Because when mm -hmm. I was running the junior high team, I had all the answers. And when I worked on the construction team, they were they were looking for people to share opinions, yeah. to come to to come to answers, to come to conclusions, and that's a that's a really sobering, like punch in the gut moment. So when I'm sitting in a meeting talking about online, and you think, well, you know, these guys, like you know, some of these people are old, they got gray hair, like you know, they don't they don't have a YouTube, like they don't know this stuff. Doesn't matter. You mm. build relationships with people, and you will get further in in, in any ministry in any field yeah. you know, where I was you will get further, more buy-in, more excitement, more involvement yep. in online. Um, yep. Yeah, I'll share a quick, a, one quick last thing. We, we were just redoing our whole structure for online baptism. Okay. Because people need to be baptized and yep. they, don't live, they don't live near Mariner's Church. So how are we going to do yep. it? That was, that was the question. Yep. We need to come up with an answer for that question. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the dudes, Eric Hurd, you know, is an older dude, all right, and I love him. He's been a mentor of mine for years. The guy's in his sixties, total stud, built built like a built like a like an ox, all right. He's 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 yep. got. It. And 
this dude's not doing online. He's this guy's not crushing online. He's he's the he's helping shepherding elders. He's he's coaching marriages. Like his office smells of rich mahogany. Like he's got a bunch of books. No kidding, like a wall of books. All right, he's yeah. not he's not doing online, but he oversees baptism for the church. Okay, so he's the first person I went to. Hey man, we're trying mm-hmm. to figure out online baptism. Man, I want to pitch you what, what I came up with. I want all your ideas. Blah blah. We talked through the whole thing. Hey, I'm doing yep. the video for online baptism. Hey, will you come be in the video with me? Can you be the help? I'm gonna. I'll introduce. Yeah. Hey, online. It's me, Just. How's it going? We I love you. We love baptism. Hey, I'm gonna invite. I want to introduce you to my friend Eric Hurd, and he oversees baptism here at Mariners Church. Eric, let's talk about baptism. And now yep. you just you've. And he was always a friend, always an ally. Yeah. But he, you bringing new voices in, bringing people in to engage with the online man. Yes. It, it's the deal, and you'll you'll see your influence grow, mm-hmm. and the influence of online. And you know, the, and you see you can put in any department, but you'll see that influence grow when you prioritize relationship, which I'm telling yes. you, if I go back in time, there's a lot of things I would do differently. Um, and very few people, very, very few people get a second chance to do what they love. And I, love I was it. one of the people that got a second chance. And I'm telling you, man, every single day, every single day I wake up and there's things in the church that are, that are negative and weird and frustrating. Yeah. There totally yes. is, man. There totally yes. is. Yes. We get to tell people about Jesus every day. Yes. We get paid. People give money yes. so that we can work and tell people about Jesus and, and help them see that there could be a different path mm. for life. Very few people who've done that, who love that, who've screwed that yes. up and lost that. Yes. Very few of them ever have the chance to do it again. And and mm. I have the chance. And and man, every day I'm so grateful. And and I know some of that was maybe off topic. But I no. would just be so remiss not to not to share an insight into that, because I'm telling you, online could easily become the, hey, you guys don't understand, you guys don't get it, you're old, we're young, online's hip, you need to, you know, I know what I'm talking about. It's like, man, and I could so easily do that every single day, man, yep. and just alienate yep. people. Yep. And I would regret it, and the and the church yes. would hate me for it, and I would squander, yep. I would squander what God has given me, and I, and I, yes. I don't know. There's some stuff. I think I think that's a word for somebody listening. I think that's a word probably for a lot of people listening that um, it's easy to get down on the things that are hitting us and hurting us and our salary and you know whatever it might be that might feel like a pain point right now. But if you can yeah. pull back and just value the gift that it is that you get to do what you do and what God has called you to, um, as imperfect as it might be. Uh, as it, it really, I think, um, man, we need to have gratitude in you know, uh, the the doors that God has opened for us. And here's the and here's the here's the here's the thing about that. The last thing that also remember this. Okay, I also remember this. So I worked at Mariners for like seven years, left yeah. for four years, and came back. Yep. There's a lot different about Mariners now. Yeah. Systems are different. Strategies are different. Structures are there. The, leadership know, is different. Oh, oh leadership is totally different. Obviously, there's a new senior yes. pastor. This is so much different. Yes. But it, here's here's one example, just to different highlight to it. I was hanging out with the college guy, dude named Joel, total stud, and we were talking about you know just stuff, whatever. And and he was talking about how he's meeting with the high school guy, and they're talking about transition and how to transition kid, dude. We've been having the conversation about transitioning kids from high school to college since the the dawn of the the wheel. Like that, that's been a conversation in youth ministry. For sticky faith was written mm-hmm. of, of all about that topic. That topic mm-hmm. has been talked about at nauseum. Yet 
it's still being talked about fresh every year by college people and high school people, whatever. So, the, the, and I share that to, to say this. Things about ministry are cyclical. They change over time. New people come in, new strategies, new ideas. Let's rewrite this. So it, when you when you take that outside perspective and detach for a second and say, you know what? The thing I'm working on, the thing I'm doing, the project, the strategy, the best practice, it might all be rewritten in a year or two. Mm-hmm. I might get a new boss and he might want to go in a different direction. Hey, the senior pastor might die in a plane crash and we we they'll, they'll bring someone else in and they'll want to go in a completely new direction. And so yep. you you tend to hold loosely to the talents that you've been given. I think that's a that's a thing that I, I failed mm-hmm. at regularly. And you know, one of my one of my friends is a guy named Jay, who is the online pastor at Saddleback Church. Yeah, um, the dude's a legend. Total, he is OG. a legend. When I yes. first got hired, um, a, a mutual friend, a guy named Kurt Johnston, who I who I did a, a small podcast yep. called Controlled Chaos with for a while. Yeah, uh, he connected me to Jay, and nice. one of the best insights Jay gave me was. He said, Justin, I've been doing this 10 years. And some of the things that I was still talking about 10 years ago are things I'm still talking about now. And with every mm. new staff person, I'm 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 explaining again the value of online and the purpose of online. Like some of these conversations never end. And so yes. changing the perspective of the online person, that it's not a conversation to win, but it's a vision to share. If mm. it's a conversation that you want to win then you will always be fighting and you will make yep. losers out of the people you work with. If it's a yep. vision to share, then you will always be casting something and you will always excite people to something fresh and something new and and show mm-hmm. them how they are a part of that vision. And I'm telling you, when you when you make it a competition that you're on this team, I'm on this team and I want to win yep. and you're going to lose, it, it erodes trust, it erodes friendship. When you say, yes. man, I have this vision for something wild, and it might take years to, to happen. It's not going to be done in six months. But man, yep. this is what the vision, and man, I'd, I'd love to, I'd love for you to be part of it with me. I feel like what we're doing as a church, you know, we together is powerful and blah, blah, blah. And it, it changes your whole, and it also takes the stress off, man. Yes. I feel 10x less stressed as I used to be. Mm-hmm. Not because the workload is less, like it's still a huge workload. But when you, when you get, when you finish the day and you're like rethinking the day and you're like, oh, well, you know, what did that conversation mean? And, and, you know, maybe how do I maneuver myself and position myself? And I think the, you know, Jocko said that people can smell your intentions. And if Mm -hmm. your intention is to, you know, manipulate and position and, you know, you know, control and maneuver, people will smell that. And if your, your motive is, to, to be grateful for what you have and what you're doing to say, man, this is, this is what God has for me and it is enough. And, yes. and this is what I want. Um, here's the last thing. I'd say two things. I don't know how long this podcast is, but <laughs> as long as it needs to be, here's a couple of last things I'd say. Uh, you're right. I think there's someone out there who is close to being fired, not because mm-hmm. they're not producing, but because they're mm-hmm. a little bit of an a-hole. Yeah. I was that person. And if you're that person and you're listening and you'd like to talk to me, man, I'd love to talk to you. I'll make all the time mm-hmm. in the world because I swear to you, there were people that made a lot of time for me. And if yep. not for them, I wouldn't be here. Not like not yep. here on this earth. I wouldn't be here doing ministry. Yep. Um, and and there, the I, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a link, a Calendly link, there right you in go. your show notes. They could book 30 minutes with me. It'd be yes. great. And here's the other thing I'd say. Um, I think the it is the coolest being remote. And doing this job, mm. uh, any church in America can do this if they wanted to. 
Mm. And and this is how you do it. You look at your staff and you say, so this is, this is like, a, this is, I'm totally switching gears right now. Yeah. If you're this an executive pastor and you're listening to this or a lead pastor and you say, man, we want to have a robust ministry like that. And we know yeah. we, not just a screen door, not a front, but we want to be able to minister to the people and we need that, that perspective. This is what you do. Yes. If you really have that vision, you're willing to put your money where your mouth is and you get the elders of your church on board or whoever the money people are. And you say, this is a yep. vision I have. This yep. is what you, this is what you do. You get in front of your staff and you say, and you get the wives in there too. I'm, I'm dead serious. If I was a lead pastor, I swear, this is exactly what I would do. I get all the pastors and their wives together. And I'd say, here's the deal, guys. I'm going to cast a vision for how we're going to engage the world with online through our church. Mm. It's going to be crazy. Blah, 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 share a vision. Yep. Is there a, is there a couple in this church? Is there a, a, a pastor and his wife in this church who you'd love to move closer to family? Yep. But you just can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. If that's you, we, I'd, and you have a passion for what I, the, the vision I just shared, yep. I'd love to talk to you because we'll help relocate you back to where your family is so your kids can grow up near their grandparents and you will yep. continue to be a pastor of our church and, w- and all, with all the same benefits and everything. And I'm telling you, dude, because that was the magic of, 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 of me with Mariners. Because it's yeah. it, it's tough to just hire an, a real person you don't know. Like I get the trepidation of that, especially in a ministry pastoral world. Yeah. Because it's like, well, what are they doing? How's their time being spent? And and do they mm-hmm. know our church? Like you know, they're remote. So how often are they here to get our DNA and the whole thing? And it's like, okay, well, what's the solution to that? Well, I guess we just won't do it then. You know, or we'll just find someone who used to work here and you know get them to you know grab them from wherever church they are or whatever. Which is totally yeah. a legitimate thing. You can totally do that. But man, if you wanted to give a gift to to people in your church and you call everyone together and some people will listen they'd be like that's a crazy idea you know what there's also someone probably in the church with their wife who's like we can move closer to my parents like maybe they're getting older they're gonna get we want our kids to grow up near them and you could keep being a pastor and we sh- shift everything to online yep. that'd be insane imagine the story to that to your church because then you're really yep. putting your money where your mouth is we want to engage the world we're gonna put and then every meeting he's in he has that online perspective of what works and what doesn't work it could be a powerful yes. So I don't know, there, yes. there's, a, there's an idea. There's a practical idea of, of how to duplicate that at your church if you're like, oh, that sounds interesting, remote person and blah, blah, blah. Yes, that that is, I feel like, a perfect way to close this with that practical takeaway. Justin, how how can anybody who listened to this and wants to get it connected to you, how, how can they find you online? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you some links to put in the show notes, but basically Instagram, okay. yep. uh, on Instagram at HeyJustinHerman. Um, but I'll shoot you the link too for Calendly. Great. People can schedule time yep. with me. I'm the easiest person to get a hold of and find. Awesome. Um, awesome. And, well, and I, we'll have that social media dot church. We'll have that in the show notes. Uh, and I want to encourage you. Uh, and and I I I hear Justin very clearly and authentically that he wants to connect with you. Uh, and so go and schedule 30 minutes with him. It will be a blessing to you if you're a ministry leader listening to this, or if you're just somebody that randomly found this schedule time with Justin. And I think you'll, uh, he'll be glad you did. And I think you'll be glad you did. Uh, and it will be time well spent. Justin, thank you for your transparency and authentic, authenticity, uh, and how you're leading, uh, and, and just, just sharing, uh, so openly here. Uh, I know it was a gift to many. So thank you for what you do and who you are. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having me.